center to recovery, not a rescue. Meteorologists say the last time low temperatures broke minus 30. When they find you, ask for Henry Deaver. Can you hear me? Have we checked out his ears? Henry Deaver. Okay, everybody, this is Acadia Einstein. I am here with the amazing Hannah Selector, and we just got done watching episode five of Castle Rock entitled... The hell was it entitled? Harvest. Oh, yeah, Harvest. I should have known because my wife made fun of me saying it. So, the... I'm here with a beer. Let's see what happens. see, that's right. I'll get Hannah dropping her eyes before too long, and then you'll all see. This is the episode where we're going to give our first impressions. We're not doing a deep dive. you got to hold us back. Like, we just have snorkels. There's no scuba tanks. There's no airlines. Nothing. We can't dive deep. We have to just... Ugh, so hard. I know. Surface skim, though. But before we do that, we have mail. And we don't have a cool name for the mail section yet. You know, like the Castle Rock Post Office, because that's the opposite of cool. But we... <laughs> We do have I imagine people. the Castle Rock post office just doesn't work. <laughs> Mail gets lost all the time. Yep. Sometimes letters from the 18th century show up. Yeah. Everything's signed in blood and sealed with wax. Like, yes. nah. Mailbag! So Mail long. corner. <laughs> Mail yeah. corner. And if you want to email us, just email castlerockhistorical at gmail.com or just tweet at at Hannah Selector or at Acadia because we never close, kind of. Fair enough. We're kind of always True. around. We don't sleep. Yeah, we got yeah. you know we got stuff cooking. The first one is from Teresa from Texas, and she had written about episode four, and she, like me, loved the piano, like really loved the mm-hmm. piano, and she even noticed that there was a coffee pot behind the piano that she was wondering how Des Jardins was going to get to it, and I was like, I didn't even notice that at all. And her other piece was, and it was interesting because so many people mentioned this that whole smile thing from that that other god keeping telling zaleski to smile i had no idea that was so prevalent with with women in general having that happen to them i mean it seems like it really a lot of people referenced it and uh sorry i don't care if anyone smiles you can frown all you want around me i'll just try and help (laughs) yeah same. I mean, as a person with a uh, resting bitch face, this happens to me all the time. I am also generally not feeling like smiling from the hours of nine to five. So. Yeah. But I don't need your encouragement. It's going to have the opposite effect. Yep. It seems like, yeah. It's that like would... when you tell someone to calm down when they're upset. It's just not. Like they had never thought of that. Right. Makes no sense. Or stop worrying when you're anxious. Like, thanks, bro. Never, ever considered that. (laughs) You've changed my life. Wow. Shit. You know what? Thanks, person on the internet. Actually, I do say don't worry all the time. But that's just because I assume I can fix whatever's wrong. And I'm O for infinity on that. But, you know, I try. Why worry? We can't fix anything. Yeah. But I can read... Uh, Teresa's other email because she also had some thoughts on episode 5 
And I'm going to kind of skim because we have to actually do, she gave us like work to do. So mm-hmm. first of all, she calls the warden white wine warden, which is just amazing. She doesn't like it that her name is Teresa, which I didn't even realize. So Teresa from Texas is just giving me knowledge left and right. The other thing she said, and everybody's going to have to look at this because before we do the deep dive tomorrow night, I need to know whether this is like a confirmed fact. Did you see what looked like two glowing eyes on the left side of the screen in the scene right before the kid leaves Molly's office late at night? I didn't see it. I'm going to be on the lookout for that. I mean, yeah, the lights I can see are green. I don't know about red lights. That's that's not my department. Hannah's red lights. I'm green lights. There's just all sorts of stuff going on. I was about to say I had butt blindness, but this was before the butt scene, so I don't know. I I just maybe you, you know. were butt. Maybe you mollied the butt. You're not going to be able, anticipatory that's, butt blindness. Yeah, that's gonna, yeah. That's good. Basically, this so, we're going to get through these letters, and then we're going to talk about butt the rest of the episode. I think because as far as hard hitting, you know, action, that's that's really what came through for for Hannah and. Uh, She's also glad that they didn't open up the casket, which I'll be talking about tomorrow night. And she dug the Jackie Torrance, Jack Torrance thing, which I know has gotten some mixed reactions. But I am going to put Teresa from Texas firmly in the yay column for that. And she was I also... appreciate your sunny disposition and unjaded personality, Teresa. I almost flipped my laptop off the table during that part. <laughs> she was mad. But, but um, Teresa... Yeah. You were the, it could get better. Yes, it could. Yeah. I mean, but now Teresa thinks that she's probably going to get what she wished for with the whole town falling apart stuff. You know, nothing ever good happens around here. So, right. as of right now, Teresa is the queen of emailing us because she emailed us twice. And once she said my name was Arcadia and then felt bad and said sorry. And no one has literally ever done that before. So you are the best, Teresa. Thank you. And keep writing and keep listening and keep watching and keep seeing stuff we don't see so that we can have a better show. (laughs) Keep doing our job for us. That's right. And I support you on that autocorrect deal Mm -hmm. because, you know, I have to text Acadia from time to time and that has happened to me. Yeah. We, We know you knew the right thing damn right so we also got an email from from jennifer r we won't be doxing anybody Mm -hmm. in in real identification who says if henry and the kid disappeared at the same time maybe henry was the one who actually captured the kid henry did it meaning he successfully trapped the kid not necessarily that he pushed his dad i like this thought jennifer r it's certainly interesting yeah um it will be interesting to know if it was the same time to the day almost rather than like in the same week or whatever it happens to be. And we're getting closer to figuring that out, especially mm-hmm. given what we saw in episode five with Lacey yeah. and the kid interacting. So that was a huge, huge hit. And mm-hmm. I'm interested to see. And I think that I'm just going to put that in the watch this space category because I think we mentioned at one point, maybe Henry was the bait and maybe, you know, or, you know what? No, we can't do this. We can't, we can't, no, we can't, we have to, we're shallow. Listen, R, you have good theories and we're going to dig into them tomorrow night, but, but tonight we're just going to thank you for the email and we're going to move on because we can't have a three hour quick take show. 
gosh, this is tough. Which is why I went blue on this one. All of my WTF reaction on the surface moments are almost entirely unprofessional and ridiculous. Um, We're not looking for the highbrow stuff. We're sitting in the mellow tiger. And if you want to... I've had a few and uh, I got a rant. Just just go for it. What was your favorite part of the episode? I don't know about favorite, but number one WTF thing. Get it together, citizens of Castle Rock. Stop sniffing and tasting things that normal people shouldn't and would not sniff or taste. I don't know why Jackie's reaction to finding a pair of sweatpants in her office was to take a big old whiff in the crotch. That is just not what normal people do. You know, completely baffled me at the time. She didn't know they were Bill Skarsgård's pants. So, I mean, at least, you know... I, I can't say I wouldn't have reacted much better if I had that foreknowledge, but for all she knows, it's just some random pair of sweatpants. I don't know if she's checking for trouser dumps or what, Ugh. but or what that would have told her was super yeah, I don't know weird. What, what is she going to then track them? Like, that doesn't seem like yeah. that's going to help. <laughs> she part bloodhound. What the hell is going on there? And then Molly in the little makeshift cage ate some of those white flaky things off the floor and then didn't even tell us what they were based on it. Were they yeah. soap flakes? Was it tissue? Was it, you know, it wasn't a yummy. sheet of acid? Yeah. What? Yeah, it didn't taste good, whatever That's... it was. The and it's just kind of like. The things you do with what if they objects. They weren't toenails. Uh, damn it. How many times? <laughs> It's, they were too big. Yeah, well, I hope they were too big. I don't want to see... Oh, yeah. that's even worse. Ugh. So, yes, now I I'm agree like with you. Now I'm, like, worried about one of them going to the cage behind Desjardins' house and eating some of that black oatmeal. It's like these oh. people have pica or need serious <laughs> mental help. I think it's a little from column A and column B. I also think that out of the two yeah. things, the more dangerous one was the eating the whatever they were the devil's dandruff but i also think your visceral reaction to the sweatpants sniffing was probably partially fueled by jealousy on your part how dare you call me out in this fashion on my own (laughs) podcast i just you know like i said though the script couldn't possibly have been written that she knew that the kid was you know also what a terrible boss yeah jackie's a weird intern is that like part of the employment you know I, i don't know yeah. It was just a weird thing. If I find random laundry in a place that is not my home, I don't sniff. No. Your 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 sweatpants are safe from us, folks. Yep. Uh coming right off that moment though, my second thing was uh butt. I saw Bill Skarsgård's butt again. And it was glorious and shapely and my mother listens to this podcast and Mrs. Selector her love for Bill Skarsgård is a pure love, and his butt sure. is a part of that. It just is. Purely butt-based. It's... You know. I kept thinking of Daniel It's obviously Vito. fan service. Yes, it, it 100% is. And it is also, I'm not going to lie, I think it's cool that the only nudity that we have had in the entire show has been Skarsgård's butt. Because, I mean, if you're... Yeah. You, you know, being used to other shows, you know, especially on HBO and stuff like that, they're just going to throw boobs in there just to make sure people are still awake. And Hulu has not done that at all. Um, but I do keep yeah. thinking of every time I see his butt, I think of Danny DeVito coming out of the couch in Always Sunny when he was all hot in the couch and naked. <laughs> not because I think that Bill Scott's looks like Danny DeVito in any other way, but it's not the only. Close. 
It's the only butt scene that I can remember fondly. Ugh. <laughs> and it's always yeah, Danny DeVito. No offense to Danny, but would much rather look at uh, Bill Skarsgård's butt any day. I'm sure Danny would, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, now I've successfully calmed down because I'm thinking about Danny DeVito's ass, and it's just, that's, it's not. I'm here it's to not help. doing it for me. Yep. <laughs> so, coming back down to Earth, uh, my third thing was at Pangborn's Bridge Dedication Ceremony, Ruth decides to just take a deep dive off a bridge because she saw a dog. But the dog. The dog, whatever, still though, was on a leash. It was barking. It just seemed like an extreme reaction to me. Yeah, that was an overreaction. I did appreciate how Henry, split second, didn't even think, jumped after his mom. That's right, That was was good kid. Never even. That's good stuff. Hesitated. He didn't even do the dumb movie thing of taking off his shoes. Like. No. He just went for it. Yeah, because like, who cares? Yeah. So I think the show has firmly established how much both Pangborn and Henry love Ruth by yeah. this episode. They are both extremely devoted to her. So yeah. that was nice. Don't okay. care for each other, but they both love no, the Ma. They certainly do. They're softening toward each other, though. Yeah, but yeah, she so. just freaking jumped off a bridge. And that was, I was kind of like, what the hell is happening right now? Yeah, that was nuts. That And, and I mean, they've established she's nuts, but I still think that, that was there was more to that. Yeah, absolutely. And because it's daytime, you know, even if she is sundowning, it seems Mm -hmm. like she's, and Pangbor did say, like, she's usually, she's fine in the mornings. Yep. So, yeah, that was bad and weird and sudden. People in this show need to stay off of things of even moderate heights, clearly. Just And they don't. Right now, they're just all standing in unsafe places. OSHA is not headquartered in Castle Rock. That's for sure. Yeah, also, like, 15 people live in the town, apparently, so yeah, no. whatever. I'm Poor Anyway, so what were your three? My three, so the first one was the big reveals about extraneous family members that had never been referenced before. Like, I was literally watching going, who the fuck is Wendell? And then they bring up that Henry has his own kid, and I'm like, oh, well, then that's Wendell. Like, who are Wendell and Merritt? Oh! Seems like info that would have been important at some point previously, but I guess not. And then Pangborn talking about his dead wife. Yep. That's that's a big thing. Yeah, and it's, you know, he still hasn't acknowledged Polly. I guess we'll talk about that more later. Yeah. Um, Oh, I've got... maybe, Maybe he won't. Calendars and what now, because they showed... Same. We now know when all this is happening because of the dedication on the plaque but that's too much analysis you just wait you wait audience sorry (laughs) you guys have no idea how difficult this is it is is impossible to have a shallow reaction to the show especially now that our brains have been tuned to you know look and see if the buttons on such and such as blazer are the same buttons from tommy knockers or something it's just insane i'm too calibrated too specifically calibrated Honestly, the yeah. the saddest thing that's ever happened, and it was it was it was glorious, but it was also sad, was watching Hannah flip through her seventy five pages in her notebook trying to figure out which things she had circled to talk about in the show, and she was just all like, "No, no, <laughs> nope, nope, can't talk." It was 
basically all of my dumbass reactions was what I decided to go with for this show because anything else is too much tied to other stuff. Yeah, and you can't you can't leave it alone. And I'm so in the no. interest of that, I'm just gonna go statue with ten exclamation points because <laughs> the white statue that Henry was holding was on her diorama. That uh-huh. freaked me out. And it's also no mistake yeah. that they also talked about the they had a whole thing about the chess pieces. So apparently they're listening to us, Hannah, and it's sort of at least acknowledging that we thought those things were important by bringing them up again. So good for us. Yeah. The last one. Yep. My last one, I have to, I mean, it's obvious, it's the Durr one, but the knowledge that Pangborn had known the whole time about the kid being kidnapped. And yep. I guess not thinking about it much in the intervening years. <laughs> That's tough right. to not talk about. I- just that that made Pangborn a very gray hero to me at this point. Like, even if he was a symbol of virtue, I'm sorry. That's just, I don't know. Mm. There must be more background knowledge than they're acknowledging because there's a screaming 20-something in the in the back of the trunk and you're just going to be like, okay, this checks out. Whatever. Yeah. There'll be a lot. There's, there's oh, a yeah. lot to that. Plus, they left it on a cliffhanger. I mean, I'm going to assume that he doesn't shoot him or try to shoot him. But that's how they left mm-hmm. us, with him pointing the gun at him. And, uh, right. I mean, there's more about the relationship between Pangborn and Lacey. There's, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of stuff that's going to unfold. I just think the fact that oh, they, yeah. are, they are fast shoveling reveals in this mm-hmm. show. Because we are halfway through officially the yeah. first season. Oh, uh, no, you made me sad. I know. <laughs> but also, like, they got to tell me more stuff unless J.J. Abrams is going to J.J. all over this show, too. No. And, yeah. you know, he's no. never going to come on the show after all the shit talk. <laughs> no, never. Ever, ever, ever. Uh, I like this episode. I mean, I'll, I'll say that. It yeah. was a... I felt like it was a... I don't know what the right word to use is because it wasn't building on anything because it was like, it was kind of, we're going to tell you a bunch of like the same few things a bunch of times to get them in your head because they're going to be important. And I mean, we're going to have a lot to talk about um, tomorrow night, but I felt like overall it flew by out of all the episodes that I've seen so far. This is the one that when it was over, I was the most surprised that it was already over. Like, I was just chewing Yeah, it, it really felt like 10 minutes had passed. Mm-hmm. And it was... Yeah, I was thoroughly entertained. There was not a single event in that episode that I wasn't interested in unfolding more. Yeah. You know, like, I was getting a little tired of Zaleski's, like, disgruntled employee routine mm-hmm. by the end of it. Poor guy. You know, like, we and get he, it, but... And he paid for yeah. it with his life! And... He did. He oh, did. So much. It's almost... Mm. We can't just start immediately because I'm going to watch it again or else I'm not going to have all my notes in order. But believe me, folks, I can see it on Hannah's face and I feel we're struggling right now. We're struggling to stay in the boat. I guess that's Whose idea was this? Whose idea was this? This this is torture. this. This is torture. But we can use this time to say, hey, listen, folks, if you hear this, remember, we're going to be recording tomorrow night. So if you have... Any insights, anything like that, that you want to throw at us about episode five, hit us up at castlerockhistorical at gmail.com because there's a lot to digest. And if there's glowing eyes up in the corner of the screen, like uh, Teresa from Texas said, 
then we have to really rethink how closely we're watching this show. Yep. They need more eyes. I Might have to glowing eyes to catch all this stuff. Screen cap every frame and print them. <laughs> and then just... It would cost a lot of ink, but it might be... on the walls. <laughs> the, I think the other thing... Remember the a couple weeks ago we talked about the... I had a surprise. That that thing that I had kind of been working on on the side. The Castle Rockian type thing. It was yeah. this website that specializes on allowing people to enter information and you know figuring out the connections between them making a timeline and everything like that and i think it's gonna be time to reveal that so i think yeah i think it's safe to announce it i'm gonna put a post about that on the new castle rock page on superficialgallery.com which is where all our stuff lives right now because it's pretty yeah. cool it's it's like a narrative tool for writers yep. that, you know, you can track connections to characters and events and locations in your story. But we're just going to use it as an analytical tool for Castle Rock so That's that right. we don't have to rely on tiny notebooks covered in drought. Or my what connects what. horrible memory. <laughs> or that. Yeah. This Both is... are unreliable. Yeah, 100%. I trust your notebooks more than I trust, well not only my brain but my notebooks because my notebooks just yeah. are mostly filled with exclamation points and a, right i trace this cool rock that i have on my desk because that's what i use to circle things because it's cool shape <laughs> um so since you're here and we're here and we're trying to keep it really brief and we've been super super good i want to make sure that everybody remembers that while we live in the castle rock podcast I want you all to know that you can go to undeadairlock.com and listen to Ms. Selector actually do her podcast that she started out doing because she was passionate about horror and wanted to share what she thought and play violin. Oh, yeah, that's true. I do do my own intro. I said doo-doo. Um, yeah, if you like uh, genre analysis, it's not, it's more of a, it's like a horror classroom. If you want to know more about the history or some of the, the classical foundations of horror, or um, there's a couple more review type episodes, like the best stuff of 2017, if you're looking for what you want to read or watch next, mm -hmm. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a little more polished than I am here, but it's still me. So if you like me, you might like it. And you do, and you will. There you go. And I spend a surprising amount of time at strangefulthings.com. And as a special treat, nobody knows this. We've never done this before, but I had a meeting about um, Strangeful just before this, Hannah. And mm -hmm. I will tell you that we're going to be doing episodes on Atlantis and Operation Mincemeat from World War Two, and the... Potomsky Crater, which I didn't even know was a thing until the story meeting. So what do you think of that? Neat. Yeah, but Strangeful talks about all sorts of cool historical and true stuff that is... You know when you're looking for people you want to talk to at parties and you test them out by saying like, hey, did you hear about those two brothers in New York who hoarded their house up and made homemade traps? <laughs> and the people are like, yeah! And then you're like, you can be friends. Mm -hmm. These are the kind of topics that they talk about on Strangeville. It's really fun and informative. And of course, you know, Acadia's there, so it's great. Yeah. Most of the time. Well, no, I'm always there, I guess. 
Unless they... No, they did. The Grackles did do an episode on the Salem Witch Trials while I was gone. They did a coup and took the show over. <laughs> <laughs> I guess those would be our internet day jobs, I guess. Yeah. But we're not going anywhere because we're going to stay through all these episodes and we're always going to do a brief one. And then, oh my goodness, wait a minute. The next episode is what? episode six. Which means we'll have to do another three-episode recap. Yeah. That's going to be the microfiche episode. Yeah. Going into the stacks, into the archives again. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Wow. It's pretty good, actually, because then after episode nine, we'll have another one of those. And assumedly, by the end of episode ten, we can just do several successive episodes of, like, all right, here's how everything went down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that. I actually, honestly, be straight up with you. I was kind of weirded out that there was a whole week where we didn't record anything. Right, because I have so many Castle Rock-related thoughts throughout the week, it seems yeah. counterproductive not to get them out. Who, somebody on Twitter made a joke about us smoking the Castle Rock, and in case you can't <laughs> tell, we, uh, we, we, do. we certainly do. Yes. I and, feel like a crazy person a lot of the time. You know what? I know how we could... If people send us enough emails... Then maybe we would have to do a special episode where we just read all the emails. Yeah, that'd be fun. I guess that's... So there you go. Send us emails. Yes. Help us help you help us. Yeah, that makes sense. That that checks out the way I did it. So now, the rundown is you don't like people smelling and tasting things they shouldn't smell and taste. Unless yeah, it's Bill's God's thing. butt. <laughs> I mean, it's just not a thing normal people do. Stop True. doing it. Don't, don't, don't do that. Yep. And Bill, Bill Skarsgård was naked. Yep. And you can smell and, and taste that Ruth all you want. And jumped off a bridge. And Ruth jumped off a bridge. <laughs> yeah. There's secret families. That damn statue came back. And the whole, hey, Pangborn let Lacey drive away with the kid in 19-whatever-it-was, 91. Those are big right. WTF moments. And we ran the gamut. Mm -hmm. we, we're, not, we're not trying to, you know just be all super academic and everything like that because we can go for the smelling and we can go for the just writing down statue with so many exclamation points like i was so excited about that i paused it even though there was no reason to pause it i was just pausing it to gloat that was my whole oh, yeah. point we love being right yeah just like everybody else yep and and for me that's that's not a lot so i'm gonna grab the gusto while i can and also mrs act was so happy when when bill skarsgård's butt was shown because she knew you would be happy and she actually said that she was like oh i'm so happy for hannah love her yeah. i was happy yeah so i guess we gotta just Go back to watching the episode again so that we can make sure that we know absolutely every single thing that happens. Yep. We will be back very soon with our deep dive. Um, we have many thoughts, in case you couldn't tell. So it's going to be good stuff. Uh, again, please send us emails at castlerockhistorical at gmail.com. We will acknowledge them. And, yep. you know, we'll call you whatever you want us to call you on the internet radio. It's going to yeah. be great. And, and yell at us on you Twitter can get us too. On Twitter too. Hannah's We're very talkative. Yes, and we. I mean, there was a couple guys that are you know throwing throwing theories out on there too, and we'll. I mean, if anyone wants to start talking about Castle Rock on Twitter, we're the folks that you want to do it with because we will very much talk when we're supposed to be working. Yeah, 
Yeah, often when I'm on Twitter, I'm at work, so. But, you know, Oops. it was it was a, during a sanctioned break. <laughs> so thank you. We kind of danced around a little bit at the end so that we could make it to a half hour because I think that that is a fine amount of time for a skim, right? Right. Half an hour? Yeah. Yeah. I feel better. I've got so, a few things you know, off my I chest. Have a good day at work, you guys, because you probably listen to this on your morning commute or something yeah. like that. I find that that's when people listen to podcasts, I guess. Yep. So. That's when I do it. You know. So now I'm going <laughs> to cook this up, and we're going to put it on the internet so that you can listen to it and talk to us tomorrow, and then we're going to go so hard into this episode, I don't even know. I might need a protractor. Uh, can't wait. Excited. Thank See you. See you soon, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye! The shit stops now!